We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in to Tuesday edition, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here with you this morning. Ole Miss baseball has a midweek matchup at Arkansas State tonight. It was a what time are you leaving? Uh, that's about a two and a half hour drive. Uh, so game time six. Where are you uh, staying? About two forty five. There's a really good Hilton Garden Inn right there oh, in yeah. Jonesboro. Yeah. I have stayed in it in the past. Um, you know, it's all it's all it's all gravy. Um, stop at maybe Cracker Barrel on the way out of town or something. I don't know something like that in the morning. Headed on back. You don't want to drive back from Jonesboro late at night. I mean, that's not safe. No. Need to stay overnight. Yeah, you got to stay overnight. I have done that trip before. Nothing like I have done a road like game at Arkansas bro. State. I have, I have told people this. I, I think a couple people in Jonesboro that listened got offended. I had It was the worst pizza I've ever had, which, again, the worst pizza is still pizza, so it's still okay. But the the, the – and I'm, and I'm not one of those people to gripe about media food. Just simply when you took a bite, you went, oh, that's different. Not in a oh. good way. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Don't go to whatever that local place are. If you'd like to advertise, get us a call. We'll work something out. But yeah, uh, six o'clock tonight. Ole Miss, Arkansas State, there in uh, in Jonesboro, LSU coming to town Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend. the uh, The largest contract in NFL history has been secured. Jalen Hurts on, yeah. on an average AAV standpoint. Well, uh, how much of that was guaranteed? We'll talk about. Yeah, it, we'll, sure. we'll 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 get there. We got time to kill today so we will kill that time with you oxford exxon podcast blue sky here locally in oxford real y'all could have heard specials. the pre-show though we've been a tipping off point for a conversation at that point yeah, so, yeah. We, we had a hell of a we had a if hell it was of the a truman pre-show. show you would have been locked in around 802 this morning <laughs> yeah. something like that blue sky oxford all over mississippi up and down i-55 throughout north mississippi as uh as well the uh, the do- the donuts in Clinton take advantage of those if you're in the uh, the Jackson Metro area head over to the Clinton Blue Sky a lot of flavors a lot of different options to make those homemade every single morning and if you're here in Oxford again ribs let them take care of dinner tonight wet or dry call ahead they'll wrap them up have them ready to go for you again coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio we are Clark Fords in Amory Mississippi six six two two five seven nineteen hundred is the number call it ask for Corey Clark tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. There's no hassle. There's no haggle. You get the quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can chop it around. You can do what I've done multiple times now. And um, that is hop into a Clark Ford today. 
You'll love the product. You'll absolutely love the service. It goes above and beyond any service I've ever had, any other automobile experience. So they'll take care of you. They want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you (coughs) what that means when you make the call. 662-257-1900. Guest will join on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive wanting to put your career in your own hands, maybe you're an experienced entrepreneur wanting to diversify, Andy Ludeke can help. He owns multiple franchises and businesses and uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and your career in your own hands. It's 100% free. So what do you have to lose? Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or call 404-973-9901. Yeah, I, I don't remember the name of the place in, in, in Jonesboro. It's been it's been a minute. I think that was 2014. It's it's the only time I've ever done that trip um, over there. I don't know why I did it then. I guess it was late in the year and that team was good and you were just kind of following them around wherever. Uh, it It's because it's Arkansas State is the answer to this, but it's always, you know, it's funny might not even be two and a half hour. Might two, it's yeah, I guess it's somewhere in there. Uh, that drive is technically a little shorter than even going to Pearl. But you, you know, we used to always go to Pearl for all the games, but never went over there. And I know it's state and southern and whatever, but in some ways, it didn't really make a lot of logical sense. But anyway, it's fine. Underrated part of last year. I mean, as much as everybody talks about all that stuff, I mean, they still if they don't if they play that game, they don't get into the tournament. If they just play it, if they just play it. Because it would have bumped their RPI down just a little they bit. They would have lost three. Yeah, we did the math for the book. It, it, they would have lost three spots in the RPI for winning the game. Oh. Which would have knocked them from 38 to 41. And a loss 37. would have just been the Well, end. a loss was 14 spots. Ooh. Yeah. So really, you have to thank Jim Schlossnagel because I think if A&M doesn't do that, Ole Miss doesn't do that two weeks later. A&M canceled their game against Incarnate Word. Because oh, yeah. they were trying to host, and they were worried about what it would do to their hosting capabilities, and they had Ole Miss that weekend, and they were trying to worry about pitching and extra innings and all that stuff on their arms. So they canceled that, and then as Ole Miss was beating LSU and sweeping, I guess Keith was trying to decide, hey, is this even a possibility, and running some numbers and figuring it out, and then uh, you know, asked Mike. Is this something you want to do? What are you, what are you thinking here? And that's that, that would have been, that was a tough deal for Mike because he likes you know it feels slimy in a lot of ways to to do that, but they uh, chose the the path of self preservation. Um, paid the I don't know ten fifteen thousand dollar buyout to the game. It was worth it. It was worth it. Yes, that is uh, that is correct. And also, it was a pretty easy thing because like Rappo obviously gets it at Arkansas State on what's going on, and then. The AD at Arkansas State was brand new. He had not even moved into his office yet in Jonesboro. He was one of the the assistant ADs at Alabama. Uh-huh. Yep. So he was, I mean, you know, doing all sorts of stuff. I think Keith's quote was he was still trying to drink out of a fire hose at that point, and that was not at the top of his list on, on priorities. So, sure. I can't get into it, and so I know this is terrible podcasting. Remind me to tell you later, there's a wild story about Arkansas State that happened fairly recently, still sort of ongoing in their athletic department. Really? Yeah, it's a really bad pod. Yeah, I know. I just, <laughs> I just thought of it hey, and I had to way. say it out loud. It's crazy. <laughs> Some really good stuff here. I can't tell you. <clears throat> Ryan running through uh, 
ESPN FPI numbers says it all has Ole Miss at seven point six wins and four point four losses. That's that's a good over under. Yeah, seven. That's a that's a good, that's a good over under. Seven point six. If I were to put an over under on Ole you Miss, you just said seven and a half. I just said seven and a half, no doubt. Yeah, and I think I'd pick eight, but I got to really think about it. I think I'd go eight and four today. Might go seven and five. It helped to know more about some of the swing teams. Or the fact that we still have a portal season to go. Yeah. The roster, not just Ole Miss. I mean, they don't. Everybody. Yeah, they don't play against air. I mean, the entire league. Um, Yeah, does anybody have a link for the ESPN FPI? I would love to look at it if you have it. That would be beneficial right now. I found it. I'm trying to see if I can sort by conference, and I think I can. Uh yeah, got it here. You want to go through this real quick? Yeah, sure. Why not? It's Tuesday. It's a gift from above, guys. It Thank is. you. Yeah. Do you uh, know Patrick Wisdom has eight home runs already? How about that? Is that good? Through you fifteen happy, games. You happy about that? I, I meant yeah. overall. You're happy about that? Sure. Okay. Yeah. He seems like a good guy. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, you're. I watched the first two innings <laughs> of Cubs A's last night before I went to bed. I forgot. Show you how tired I was. I forgot that the Kings and the Warriors were playing, which is probably a good thing because I would have stayed up and watched it, and I would be exhausted today, but I was tired. My two thoughts were, one, good for Patrick Wisdom, dude that was in the minor leagues forever. And then, two, what's Major League Baseball doing with the A's? you got to move them. That's, that's, that's over. That is shot. That's not salvageable. I'm, I'm telling you, Chase, there weren't 3,000 people at that, at that stadium. With the Cubs in town. I mean, they're losing their franchise, right? Yeah, they're going to move to Vegas, and they need to just go ahead and do it. So like, what, what is the timing? What is causing them? I don't know. I mean, just play. let them play next season where the, the Vegas AAA team plays and while you're building a stadium. Just do it. Yeah, I know that the Kings-Warriors game was good. I, I, I literally forgot. I was, I just, exhaustion hit me yesterday. And I was doing one of those kind of all-day fast things, and I just got tired. I fell asleep. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine. I, I'm actually refreshed today. My brain's kind of sharp, so it's too sharp. So I have a question, a but I guess we can get to it after the football thing. It's on the A's. Okay. I have a question. All right. We probably should prioritize a little bit, I guess. I would think because it's going to put down a rabbit hole. I think but. I would think now is the time. If you're Vegas, if you're Nashville, if you're one of these cities that is trying to get a major league baseball team, now is the time to really get things sharp. Yeah. Oh well. Be, amen. be on your p's and q's. Yeah. Have everything ready to go because that 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 is not salvageable. What I saw last night. So again, this is all computers. This is all this is. ESPN's FPI is projected past computer stuff all thrown in together. Um. Alabama is ranked number two in the country in FBI. They are projecting Alabama at 11.1 wins, 1.6 losses. They're giving them a 13% chance of winning out, uh, 62% chance of making the playoff, and a 38% chance of making the national championship, a 20% chance of winning the national title for Alabama. Georgia, they're going uh, 11.7 wins, 1.2 losses. This is regular season. 
I mean, they're giving them 13 games, so I guess. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a So perfect, this is including the conference title. I guess. Okay. It's, yeah, it's it, that's it, it's a little fuzzy because the math doesn't 100% add up. That's the problem in this. I'm assuming it's teams who they project have possibilities in the title game. It's throwing their percentages off over 12 a little bit, if you will, in their minds. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, LSU, they are giving them a uh, number four rank nationally, by the way. Uh, 9.6 wins, 2.6 losses for LSU. Uh, I'm super high on them. I'd go over. You would go over? Yes. Only giving them a 1.2% chance of winning out, but 9.622 there for LSU. They have Tennessee ranked 12th nationally. They have them 8.2 to 3.9. So 8 and 4 ish for the Volunteers. Yeah, I might even go under. You play Alabama, you play Georgia. Yeah. I, again, we don't know the rest of their schedules, but. I mean, I could pull it up. Eh, it's not important. Uh, Ole Miss next, so that has them ranked the number five team in the SEC. Okay. They have them uh, number 16 nationally, 7.6, 4.4. You have to realize, guys, the, the records aren't necessarily going to line up all the way here because it's the strength of the team, not how they are going to finish because schedules are different for everybody. I mean, Ole Miss would have a higher percentage if they obviously played someone other than Georgia, but it wouldn't change their national right. FPI rank. It would just give them more wins. The computer does not factor the schedule in. The computer is just factoring in how good that team is relative to all other teams. Right. Yes. So that's why this won't be in a complete line from a wins-loss standpoint. Florida next. Uh, they are going uh, 18th nationally, but it's what Grind said. The schedule. Under. Well, and the schedule's tough because even at that, they've got them at 6.8 to 5.2. So they have them six, seven wins tops in this. You don't like Florida. I don't like them at all. And I've heard stuff. Like, there are games on Florida's schedule. I'm going to pull Florida's schedule up because I'm curious. All right, let's see. Here we go. The Orange won the Orange and Blue game, by the way, 10-7. Big win for the Orange. Uh, at Utah. It means they have great defense. Defense is lighting it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Preventing points. I mean, the Orange held the blue to seven points. That Orange defense is phenomenal. Uh, at Utah to open the season. Um, McNeese at home. Okay. Tennessee at home. Charlotte at home. At Kentucky. Utah and Tennessee in the first four weeks. And Kentucky in the fifth week. Okay. Lexington or Gainesville? At Kentucky. Okay. Home against Vanderbilt. Okay. Revenge game. Yes. At South Carolina. Hmm. Uh, Georgia and Jacksonville. Okay. Home against Arkansas. Okay. At LSU. At Missouri. Home against Florida State. Mm. You could paint a pretty bad picture there if you had to. I, I mean, here, I'll do it real quick. Yeah. You lose to Utah. Yeah. You lose to Tennessee at home. Yeah. You lose at Kentucky. Sure. You lose in Columbia against South Carolina. Sure. Georgia beats you. Mm hmm. I'm going to give them the Arkansas win, but they could lose that. Arkansas will get geeked up to go play there. But even LSU and Florida State seven, is 5-7. Five and seven. And You could lose at Missouri. Yeah, That is not a freebie. Missouri, I'm telling you, I, I know I know we love to make fun of our guy. He's done a good job on the field. They were, a, they were three fine. or four plays. I, I realize you could do this with a lot of people, but you can do it with them. They were three or four plays from 9-3. and three. Yeah, And fluke plays. The kid fumbles the ball at the goal line against Auburn. The, the goofy punt play. Yeah, they were they were they were close. Mertz is the quarterback at Florida. Yeah, 
I mean, Missouri, to its credit, was in the game in the final two minutes against Georgia. No, they're competent. They're they're more than competent. Exactly. They yeah. could. You're telling me they can't beat Florida at home? I beg to differ. So I'm under on the Gators. What's been funny about Florida is they can't. You know, the, the Athletic wrote that huge story that Staples did, and they just can't seem to organize. Though, like it's 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 even weird when they think they sort of have it going in a direction. It's it, it it's strange for them. Norvell has clearly turned it around in Tallahassee to an extent. That's not the same to thing. To a lot it was. of extent. He's yeah. done a really good job. He flipped the tight end from Georgia this week, yesterday, actually. Now, he was previously committed. I think for, he's been jumping around, but they did technically take a tight end from Georgia this week. Uh, Texas A&M, you would enjoy these numbers. They have them ranked 19th in the country. They have Texas A&M 7.5 to 4.5. So an equal chance of seven wins, equal chance of eight wins for the uh, the Aggies. I would love a nice seven and five there in College Station. Be excited for them to go to the Belk Bowl or the Duke's Mayo Bowl or whatever they call it now. Dude, I'm pulling up their schedule. A and M, yeah, seven and five, baby. Let's do seven and five for the Aggies. Petrino takes over, uh, or sorry, loses play calling capabilities by like week four, something like that. All right, here we go with A and M. New Mexico at home, okay. At Miami, uh, ULM at home. Such so three and zero. Auburn at home. Arkansas in Arlington. Those are their first five games. Got a decent shot at five and zero. Okay. Alabama at home. Okay. At Tennessee. This is where it gets weird for them. It gets. I mean, if they don't start five and zero, it gets dicey. Uh, Alabama at home, yeah, at Tennessee, South Carolina at home. I'm I'm higher on the Gamecocks than a lot of people. At Ole Miss, Mississippi State at home. And before you laugh, they never beat Mississippi State. Abilene Christian at home, and then at LSU. The close is brutal if you don't start hot. Like if if somehow they lose to Auburn or Arkansas, and are four and one. I mean, four and one's a bad start <laughs> if you're trying to get to nine, ten wins. Because four and one can turn into seven and five in a hurry. Well, yeah. And they get Auburn early, and Hugh's going to be, I mean, God, the pregame speech there about love. and No, they're going to lock the gate and pick a fight. They're gonna, I mean, they, they're going to be ready to go. And then Arkansas just gets geeked up for that game. And all jokes aside, he, he will have them ready for that. I mean, he, in year one especially, Hugh's going to have all those buttons. It's going to work. Yeah, and Pittman has beaten – a and M once and lost to them super close twice. Yeah, so they'll be that'll be a competitive game. It always is. Lose one of those two. God, God forbid, lose two of those two. Yeah. But Alabama's tough. They got to go to Knoxville, South Carolina, at Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Boy, Texags, if they lost to the two Mississippi schools, trash, just trash. That's back-to-back. Back. They go to Trash. Oxford, and then a week later, Mississippi State's in College Station. Whew. It'll be a bad double dip there for, the, a, for, the, for the Aggies. be a rough week leading up to that Abilene. They Christian do struggle game. against the Mississippi schools now. They That's one way to put it. They, can't they quite lose get, a lot. They do. Can't quite get that done. I mean, Mississippi State beats them quite often. <laughs> That's so fun. Kentucky. 28 nationally, 7.2, 4.9. 
seven and five ish for the Wildcats. Paying Mark Stoops eight point six million dollars this season. Pulling up their schedule because I'm curious now. Sure. Who is their West schools? Kentucky. Kentucky football. Here we go. Uh huh. Open with Ball State at home. Okay. We'll give them credit now. This is smart. They don't. They don't fool around. Ball State at home. Eastern Kentucky at home. Akron at home. So we're three and zero out of the gate. At Vanderbilt. Oh. Florida at home. Big game for them there. Um, at Georgia. Okay. Missouri at home. Tennessee at home, at Mississippi State, Alabama at home, Ooh. at South Carolina, Oof. at Louisville. Ooh. So we're trying to get to trying to get to eight. We're to, trying to get them between seven and eight. All right. So one, two, three. Vanderbilt's four. I'm gonna give them Florida at home. That's five. Oof. I'll give them Missouri at home. That's six. Then you give them Louisville for seven. I like it. Beat Tennessee at home, but they're not beating all these people at home. Like. And they could beat Mississippi State. Okay. But I don't think Kentucky's beating State, Florida, and Tennessee. All right. Like, so we're high on the Bulldogs? Is that what you're saying? Well, we're not high on the Wildcats to that extent. You watched the Super Bulldog weekend and got so pumped up. I, mean, I the, saw you. I mean, the mayonnaise eater's gone. Like, what are they doing? I don't know. I thought he was overrated. He's still better than whatever the hell they're running out there in September. <laughs> I don't know. Who's the quarterback? I don't know. See? Somebody. I know who the quarterback in Starkville is. That's true. New system, though. It is. Yeah, but I saw over the weekend there, there's a lot of playmakers are going to be awesome in that system. I read it on the internet. Don't worry. It's all good. How's their NIL coming along? Enough to get playmakers that are going to be awesome in that system. There I don't know. Go. That's what I got. Okay. I read that on Saturday. I was bored and I was looking through. They... They won a baseball series, they unveiled a statue, and they had playmakers all over the field in the spring game. Who was the statue of? Ron Polk. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Did Auburn put one up of Frank Thomas this year. Okay. Yeah, fine with that too. Sure. Yeah. So That's it. All right, we'll finish up the league in a second. Podcast brought to you in part by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area, and they offer MedSync. If you get your prescriptions the same day each month, take care of you one phone call and they will help transfer your medications whether that be at tyson drugs in holly springs or again at gnm in oxford one call they take care of the rest so uh, let your community pharmacy work for you again in oxford that's 662-236-2222 walk-ons sports bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of louisiana dig into their mouth-watering made from scratch louisiana cuisine po'boys gumbo voodoo shrimp fan favorites like juicy burgers fresh salads 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Check them out, especially if you're in Oxford or Ridgeland today. The College Corners, your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. and Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating are the company companies to go to if you are, live in this area, and you need uh, to make sure that your AC is ready to roll for this summer. They're different names, same great products, same great services, same people. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, that area, call Comer 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern 662-429-4429. A-Stock is a Nashville-based online retail company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. 
No matter what the retail value may be, shop now at astock.bid. That's A-S-T-O-C-K dot B-I-D. Or download their app, name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A-Stock has multiple locations around Nashville as well as Memphis, Selma, Indiana, and more. So uh, it's coming. there's more coming soon uh, that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. And we're brought to you by Solutions Rx. It's a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. I always tell you guys about uh, prescription support. They also have lots of different supplements, vitamins that you can take that uh, will help you stay more compliant in taking your medications, just help you stay healthier over the long term. It's available in local independent pharmacies across the continental U.S., including all across Mississippi or on their site, solutionsrx.com. Uh, it's promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Podcast also brought to you by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. The New Orleans style barbecue shrimp, the signature, the full meals in a bag, the garlic herb butter, or the French Quarter Alfredo. An easy one to take care of dinner tonight. So just uh, go to the website, primeshrimp.com. Use code RG, buy five pouches or more. Try a little bit of everything. 25% off there with RG, the code for primeshrimp.com. And if you're in uh, a place where they have a Rouse's, Prime Shrimp now available for a brick-and-mortar purchase in all Rouse's markets. So you can get it there as well. So, again, code RG with primeshrimp.com. Uh, let's see. Finishing out. Sorry, I had a couple things there in front of me. Uh, Our boy Grind in the, in the chat. He, yep. he says Auburn can't win at Texas A&M. I just told him in the chat. I said, you're underestimating the power of love. He hasn't seen that yet. I hadn't seen it yet. There's gonna grind. You're not converted yet, grind. Grind. There's going to be a commitment ceremony before the season. There might even be a funeral. There might might be a funeral. And so you know when you see yourself eulogized, it changes everything. It makes you really appreciate the guy next to you in the trenches. He definitely has more talent than he had here in twelve. All jokes aside, he put one hell of a coaching job together in 12. One of the best coaching jobs. Yeah, I've I mean, said it many, he, many times. Until he lost his way with the with the celebrity, he was a damn good coach. Yes. We'll see if he found it again. I mean, I, I'm interested. Look, I'm front row seat with the 3D for all, glasses on. I mean, for all look. the jokes, I, I, no, yeah, no, no, no. I am reluctant to bet against him. Oh, the, the prayer oval is going to be something to behold. That won't stop. It'll be enhanced. The oval will not get minimized. Do they put out a press release telling you exactly what time it'll happen so everybody can make sure they're available with cameras and phones? Or do you just know the, 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 so. the routine? I think it's just understood. They announce it in the press box? like no. Kind of like the National Football Writers Association of America? <laughs> the Tigers are now yes. praying. This is a working press box in accordance <laughs> with the National Football Writers Association of America. All Cheering is not allowed. Anyone who does so will be... Uh, asked to leave the premises unless you're an Auburn fan. Also, the uh, the prayer circle <laughs> will be available for viewing around 1.25 um, <laughs> prior to the 3 p.m. kickoff. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Buffet's in the back. I mean, just saying. <clears throat> now, look, you win. You'll eat up anything. I mean, look. Mark, I, I, will, I will answer this question. Yeah, Mark sure. says, what percentage of Ole Miss fans ate up the Hugh Freeze coach, Joel Olstein act or was it just when he started losing 
It was just when he started losing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. They loved him. And then no. the, I'll tell you that when it flipped was the day that they lost by 35 to Mississippi State. I think it was that late even. Yes. Okay. For me, it was the day that my email started lighting up. I mean, that was his last game. I know. That was 2016, though. He opened that year winning the Sugar Bowl. And he had the two losses where you still saw talent, and you went, okay, they blew these games, but yeah. they could probably, and they beat the hell out of Georgia. Well, even, and it was, even when Shea Patterson went to College Station that November oh, and won, true. people were geeked up. But then that's they true. went to Vanderbilt and got curb stomped. That was not a close game. Oh, that's true. And, and then, then and then a week later, Mississippi State. Just that's a good point because he won the, the hell out of he them. won the Sugar Bowl and then signed that class that had Patterson and Greg Little in it. So you've got two top five players in the country in and, your signing class. And, and then the NCAA thing was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. the draft happened. Yeah. And then the season ended the way that it did. But anyway, my email lit up with stuff about Freeze for the very first time in the hours following that Egg Bowl loss. It was 60-something to 20-something. 62 to 27, I think. No, uh, 55 to 20. 55 to 20. I think that's right. It was a five-touchdown loss. Yeah, I think it was 55-20. No, look, if you're winning, you'll buy into anything. Sure. I mean, it's the running joke of the guy who you can't stand that he suddenly comes to your team and he's like, hey, that's my asshole. Well, I don't know. Of like, course. Hey, we're good. Hey, whatever. Of course. It's all good. People are like, I it's hate that Kiffin guy. The Lane thing. He'd be driving you crazy if he was at Arkansas winning 10 games. Oh, you, you, They'd hate him. Like, oh, my God. You'd hate him. You'd smarmy me little blah, blah, blah. You'd make fun of him. You'd make fun of the dog. You'd make fun of all that stuff. But because he's your guy, that's just the way it works. Oh, yeah. It's the way it works. <laughs> Tennessee baseball fans last year loved Tony Patello. Yeah. Everybody was, else despised him. Yeah. If he was at Vanderbilt, Tennessee would be like, that's on the job. Of course, they'd be like, he's the worst. He's scumbag. He fits in at Vanderbilt. Yeah, he's yeah, a scumbag. Be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arkansas, six and eight, six point eight to five point two for the Razorbacks. I'll have to pull up their so, schedule. I mean, look, here's what's fun about the league is every name body's in this six to eight range, barring underachieving or overachieving. I mean, there's sort of a weird middle here that's got Essentially, the whole damn league. All right. Arkansas opens with Western Carolina and then Kent State and BYU. So they open with three straight games at home. Western Carolina, Kent State, BYU. Okay. At LSU. It's an L. Um, The Texas A&M game in Arlington. Yeah. At Ole Miss. Mm. At Alabama. Damn. Home against Mississippi State. At Florida. Home against Auburn. Home against Florida International, home against Missouri. So it's soft at the top, and I think it's kind of soft at the bottom. The middle's pretty rough. So the key game for them in that deal is A and M, because if they beat A and M, they're four and one when they head to Ole Miss. But you got Ole Miss, Alabama back to back. Home against Mississippi State, and that the home team has typically won that game. At Florida, home against Auburn, and then they finish with FIU and Missouri at home. So what was the number? Six and a half? Yeah, it's basically six, between six and seven. So I'll go one, two, three, four, five, six. The swing game for them might be Auburn at home November the 11th. Oh, that late in the year. If they beat Auburn, I can get them to seven without an upset. Oh. I can get them to seven. Here's seven. Ready? Yeah. Western Carolina, Kent State, BYU. Mississippi State, that's four. 
Okay. Auburn five, Missouri, uh, Florida International six, Missouri seven. That's so seven even without the Ole Miss game. Yeah. That's seven with them losing to LSU, Texas A&M. Alabama. Ole Miss, Alabama, and Florida. And Florida. So there's some winnable games there. There's some losable games in the wins you gave them. Yeah. So, yeah. Average yeah. out. So I go over. I can get them to seven. I can get them to seven pretty realistically. Arkansas, by the way, ranked 30th nationally. Mississippi State ranked 32 nationally. 6.3 wins, 5.7 losses for the Bulldogs. So right on that six and six for State. I'm sure their schedule is brutal. Arkansas also learned a little from its scheduling situation from last year where they played nothing but good teams in the non-conference for some dumb reason. Uh, they did. There were people there that were not happy with that decision. That questioned the sanity of that decision. Did Juracek apologize like State did a few years ago? Did he come out? He did not. And say, I'm sorry for uh, sorry for scheduling. scheduling games we could lose? All right, here we go with uh, Mississippi State. Southeastern Louisiana at home to open the season. Arizona at home. Um, LSU at home, week three. At South Carolina. Alabama at home. Have fun with that stretch. Western Michigan at home. At Arkansas, at Auburn, Kentucky at home, at Texas A&M, Southern Miss at home. Why? Are they really? Yeah. And then don't do that. Five days later, listen to this. Southern Miss at home, five days later at home against Mississippi State. What are you thinking? Will Hall will have his team ready to play that game. (laughs) Put that in ink. Oh, that's a that's at least a game that can make you very uncomfortable that day. That'll stress you. You better prepare for them. Yeah, because that's going to be Super Bowl for Will that night. You think? Will Hall, Amory boy? Yeah. You don't think he'll... <laughs> you know Will. I know Will. <laughs> if they have any dudes to make it a game, it'll be a game. And in Will's heart of hearts, Ole Miss is we. Yeah, 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 sure. He can help the Rebels a little that day by making it a complicated night. Lane might call Will and go, "Hey, you need something." Lane, Lane, won't, need, need Lane something. won't have to call Will. Yeah, Will won't. Will won't need a call from Lane. Will will yeah. need no outside. Seriously, he will need no outside motivation for that game. Yeah, I didn't know they did. And that. They did a good job in the portal, and they will be battle tested in that Sun Belt now. That's true. They will. All Sun Belt's good. Sun Belt's good. It's it's SEC AAA. It is one million percent. Yeah, it's a good league. There are a handful of Sunbelt games where you could take the players and put them in an SEC stadium with an SEC crowd and fool people. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally serious. Sunbelt has become, the, in a very positive way, the new Mac, where it's like if you're watching some outside, you know, give me that. I'll watch these Sunbelt games and go, oh, yeah, we're I'm in. Oh, absolutely. There's some really good teams in the Sunbelt. Yeah. Really good teams in the Sunbelt. I'm not saying they could go win the SEC, yeah, no. but but you they get you for a day. You don't want to mess with them. Yeah, there's a bunch of those teams. That's the difference in that league as compared to some of the other leagues that have one or two good teams, and then there's just just crap at the bottom. That that Sun Belt. I mean, there's some ULM's bad. There's a couple of bad programs, but for the most part, it's pretty it's pretty solid. Auburn. 39th nationally, 5.8 to 6.2. So all up over six for Auburn. Okay. I'm looking for their 
Looking for Auburn schedule. Here we go. Auburn football schedule 2023. All right. They. <laughs> okay, I get to tell a joke. Um, they get to open with UMass at home. Uh, Hugh Freeze didn't get to make the trip to Berkeley the last time. He'll get to make it this time. Uh, Auburn goes to Cal September the 9th. Samford comes to town September 16th at Texas A&M. Ooh, listen to this stretch. Mm-hmm. At Texas A&M, Georgia at home, at LSU, Ole Miss at home, Mississippi State at home, at Vanderbilt, at Arkansas, New Mexico State, and then the Iron Bowl in Jordan Hare. So what's our number? Basically six, five, eight, six, two. All that right, range. U- UMass, Cal, Samford. That's one, two, three. I'm looking for gimmies. See, this is where I'm different than you. Mm-hmm. I can't go Vanderbilt at Vanderbilt November the fourth and go. That's a W. I can go. It's a likely W. Well, sure, okay. But I'm not. Like last year with Vanderbilt, you're like, that's a W. Vanderbilt played better than that last year. You have to put a little respect on what they did last year. And the quarterback's back. They'll have the better quarterback in that game. I can't give Auburn yeah, the Arkansas I can't remember game. His name, but yes. The young kid. Um, um, what was his name? It doesn't matter right now. A.J. Swan. Swan. I can't give them the Arkansas game. So the <laughs> only next one I can give them is New Mexico State. That's the problem is you're winning so many maybes to try to get to numbers. So I've got you with four, and you've got to win at least two of A&M, Georgia, LSU, Ole Miss, State, Vanderbilt, and Arkansas. To get to six. Yeah. And they probably yeah, 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 do. Yeah. Okay, give them Vanderbilt. Which is the next one? Are you giving them, are you giving them Texas A&M? In no, you're just Station? hoping they get one, maybe two. I mean, not giving like, them Georgia. No. You're not giving them Baton Rouge. And you're not giving them Alabama. So it's Ole Miss or Arkansas. Yeah. Or State. Or State. I guess I could Where's Ole Miss? Where is State? Auburn? Auburn. Okay. Yeah. Missouri, 40th nationally, right behind Auburn, who's 39. 6.0 wins, 6.0 losses for the Missouri Tigers. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. You'll notice I said Missouri before I said South Carolina. I know you did. 40th nationally for Missouri, 42 nationally for South Carolina. All right, so Missouri opens at home against South Dakota. Then they play Middle Tennessee at home. They're foolish enough to continue this Kansas State series. They get K-State at home mm-hmm. September the 16th. They go to Memphis. Who is doing their schedule? Fire them. This is Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I'm Drinkwitz, I'm walking into someone's office and going, wait, what? Are, why, why are we doing this? We're going to Memphis right before we start SEC play? Why? Wouldn't you? I'm like, we're, we're Missouri. We should find me four bad teams and let's play them. I, why yeah. are we playing Kansas State? Yeah, even if I have to play a Power Five, I don't want Kansas State. That's not That's not helping me. Okay, so K-State at home. Yeah, sure. At Memphis. Okay. At Vanderbilt. One, two. Go ahead. LSU no. at Missouri. Okay. At Kentucky. Okay. South Carolina at home in the Battle of Columbia's. Sure. At Georgia. Okay. Tennessee at home. Okay. Florida at home. Okay. At Arkansas. Dude. Mm. I only put up three fingers giving them one. Ooh, really? Yeah, I mean, I'm giving them one, two. Hang on, who are their non-cons again? Memphis, K-State. South Dakota, Middle Tennessee. I missed those two. Okay, so... Five. South, yeah, okay. South Dakota, Middle Tennessee, K-State, at Memphis, at Vandy. If he gets more than six, he did a hell of a job. Yeah. Yeah, I've got him five, six. And the problem for him is they could finish with a flurry of losses. Yeah. I've got him five, six. Okay. South Carolina, 5.5 wins, 6.5 losses for the Gamecocks. <laughs> but what you'll notice here is that part of the reason for this is that from an FPI standpoint – they have South Carolina ranked the second last SEC team. So, Am I predicting something? games. See, I thought they were going to be good. All right. Uh, South Carolina opens with North Carolina. I assume that's that Charlotte game that's become sort of a staple for them. Sure. Um, Stupid game to play. But dumb. Sure. Just idiotic. I'd cancel it tomorrow. <laughs> Furman at home. At Georgia. Mississippi State at home. At Tennessee. Florida at home. At Missouri. At Texas A&M. Jacksonville State, Vanderbilt at home, <laughs> Kentucky at home, Clemson at home. So they finish with a stretch of home games. Okay. What was the number five and a half, basically? Uh, basically, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what North Carolina has or doesn't have. Furman's a win. Well, the quarterback's back for Carolina. Ooh. Uh Mississippi State's probably a win at home. Probably. Um Jacksonville State's probably a win. Vanderbilt at home is a win. It's, it's That's iffy. You start needing to beat the Missouris and the Floridas of the world. And the Kentuckys. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, from an FPI standpoint, it shows you just how down Vanderbilt is from a talent compared to everybody else. 
is South Carolina's. So for comparison, Alabama leads the SEC with an, just an FPI number of 28.2, like a power ranking. 28.2. South Carolina in 13th place is 5.6. Vanderbilt, negative 2.8. So eight spots, be- I mean, eight numbers below South Carolina. So that, that big of a gap between. We've done this before. Here's here's Vanderbilt's schedule. You can find some wins on it. Uh, it it's Hawaii at home, Alabama A and M at home at Wake Forest. That Wake Forest game is really big for them if they could find a way to make that close and have a shot. I mean the uh, the the quarterback Sam Hartman's gone. Yeah, it's so, so it's, let's, it's, let's, it's let's let's play along and give them Wake Forest. Well, then you're four and zero because they have UNLV the next. UNLV's four and zero, and then after that you get Kentucky and Missouri back to back weeks. Could you win one of those? If you're hot, I don't know. Why not? They just don't have any talent. And it won games last year. They did. Uh, at Florida, Georgia at home, at Ole Miss, Auburn at home, at South Carolina, at Tennessee. You have to make hay early if you have any shot. Yes. Well, because when here's the thing that also happens. When you make hay early and you get to four, there's a mental thing that goes on. Sure. That goes, maybe. So let's, let's show up. And if we show up, maybe. If it was on the back half where you start oh, you know, one and four, like, it's like, okay. That even happens in there. professional ranks. Teams yeah. get off to a hot start. and before, Suddenly they're playing for something. Before you know it, they're playing with more confidence and all that stuff. And Yeah. It's a good exercise for April the 18th. Appreciate that. Thank you for the... The time killing. Um, all right. We're a few days away from Morgan Wallen here in Oxford. He's bringing his one night at a time tour to Vaught Hemingway Stadium, April 22nd, April 23rd. Tickets for both are still available. They start at just $78. So to purchase, visit morganwallen.com. And if you already have your ticket, I've mentioned this several days, it is going to be a bit of a challenge from a parking standpoint. I highly recommend a parking pass. You can get those at olemisstix.com. So tickets to the concert, morganwallen.com. Tickets for parking com. You going? I'm not. No, I will have. Uh, I will be at baseball, and then that will conclude my 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 my, my day from a Morgan Wallen standpoint. This is a failure on my part. I don't have uh, the update from Dead Soxy. I assume that the uh, the home run. Uh, you switch to me. I assume that the home run sale from the Arkansas series a couple weeks ago is still in place. Ole Miss hit four home runs in that series, so it's 40% off. It's my understanding at deadsoxy.com. Promo code um, Rebel Grove. That does not include NIL socks, by the way. Correct, yes. Uh, Game Changer Patches are the only two. I finally did 10 weekend thoughts around (laughs) 1 o'clock yesterday, so it was sort of weekday thoughts. Game Changer Patches sponsor those. They're the only two-patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover. While you sleep, the all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game. Ready for your next play, go to GameChangerPatches.com. <coughs> promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. We're also brought to you by ACS, uh, Automation and Control Systems, LLC. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider a Rockwell-recognized system integrator based in Baldwin, Mississippi. They have a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a UL508A panel shop, and much, much more. Go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. We're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford has been serving the Oxford area for three-quarters of a century. 
Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, whatever your jewelry needs may be, they're the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LammonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. Pinnacle is home to the uh, Pinnacle 401k Advisory Services team. Get in touch with them and they'll conduct a complimentary, no-obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's MyPinWealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N Wealth.com. And we're brought to you by John Edwards, Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows him to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. Get in touch with him. Give him a a budget. Give him some parameters. And he will give you options. And no, you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. 901-494-3387 or send him an email at jedwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients say $50 off their first booked Trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. Podcast is brought to you by Jocelyn Hill Creamery, jocelynhillcreamery.com. Again, they are uh, they're moving in with Chicory Market here soon. And uh, this week, Thursday, April 20th, they are doing a charcuterie night. It is at the, uh, the Oxford Lafayette Public Library. They are going to start at 530. Space is limited. You can call 662-234-5751 to register or uh, there's been some phone issues. You can email, send an email to lbwalker, lbwalker at firstregional.org. That is the email address. They will uh, teach you all about charcuterie trays. You'll get something to take home as well as you will build a board. They've got uh, some different uh, drink options, a lot of things there to make it a pretty cool night. Again, 5.30 on a Thursday for that. And stop in last week at their current location, moving here soon for a uh, more permanent location as well. So that's Johnston Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com or on Instagram, Johnston Hill Creamery. <clears throat> Did you see where, it's uh, kind of some news and notes here for a second, uh, Army is having to switch to the uh, shotgun for their option because the NCAA has outlawed cut blocks. No, so they no not. longer can run the triple option. Um, that They're saying that literally the triple option now is dead in college football because of the elimination of cut blocks. Oh. Yeah. It's a schematic change that's going to take a little time. I mean it's it's actually really significant frankly. Um it's a that's a that's a that's a big deal. Um Yeah, I'm reading here it says Army's opponents will no longer have to defend the under under center triple option. This spring Munkin is doing the unthinkable and moving his team to a primarily shotgun offense. He didn't have a choice in the wake of an under the radar NCAA rules change last year. Then eliminated blocking below the waist, known as cut blocking, anywhere but inside the tackle box. That familiar quarterback pitch to a running back sprinting around the left side of the line, the one that teams like Oklahoma and Nebraska employed to win national championships. It's a lot harder to spring the runner if a blocker can't cut the oncoming linebacker flowing toward the perimeter. So he is saying that he will still run a version of it out of the shotgun a lot during games, but it will look different and we no longer will have the, the exact same type of service academy situation huh Troy Calhoun at Air Force says his is a little more of a hybrid so he doesn't have the same level of change that Navy and Army do that they execute it schematically a little differently which so the NCAA hate service academies they are hammering service academies in this yes makes sense they, they they created a rule that maybe they said it was player safety but really what they're doing is harming service academies tangibly that is what the, the, the situation is yes <clears throat> feels unfair. 
Our medical data, which we've had for multiple seasons starting in 2019, track players that are injured, lower leg, knee, ankle, while being blocked. Shaw said, who I'm assuming is Steve Shaw, who used to be the head yeah. of SEC officiating. What the statisticians told us was that starting immediately after we made this change, they could see, that is their word, a statistically significant relationship in knee and ankle injuries on players being blocked that lined up with that rule change. Munkin, he says, isn't buying it. Quote, I don't think the cut blocking is dangerous to the health of our players. Guys get injured playing the game, but we cut block every day in practice for 26 years, every day, and it's not like we got a bunch of guys getting carted off to the hospital to get their ACLs repaired from cut blocks. <laughs> you siding with Steve Shaw or Jeff Munkin? I think I'm siding with Munkin. He has a point. He has a very valid point. I mean, if you're a defender and you know a cut block is coming, you you defend differently. If you know that they can't cut block you, <coughs> it allows you to probably play more aggressively. I'm guessing. It's been a minute since I've played So football. do you want some early unders on futures for an Army and Navy? Sure. No, I just mean in general. Like, Would you take oh, the – would it – I'd go under. Yeah. Yeah. That's a change sides. that feels significant. It's a massive change. It might even impact who they recruit – would they have recruited the same players? Sammy's right. It's a week before Ole Miss heads down there, but South Alabama at Tulane is a really good opener that first week. It's a phenomenal opener. Fascinated by it. Also, we'll keep Tulane from completely focusing in on Ole Miss the next week. Yeah. As opposed to they were playing whomever, Nichols Mercer. or something. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ole Miss will spend some time on Tulane. Yeah. Uh, did you see where a former Alabama baseball player is uh, suing Brad Bohannon? I did not. Yeah. So Alabama head baseball coach Brad Bohannon is one of three university employees that are currently being sued by a former player. Blake Bennett, a pitcher from Haleyville, Alabama, is alleging that Bohannon, pitching coach Jason Jackson, and team trainer Sean Stryker were negligent after Bennett suffered an arm injury in 2019 and that staff did not follow Alabama or NCAA guidelines. It was a complaint filed in Tuscaloosa County Circuit Court. Bennett unknowingly broke a rib during spring tra during strength training after arriving on campus, which led to thoracic outlet syndrome. When he began throwing 60 feet on flat ground a few weeks later, Bennett stated to see said he felt numbness and couldn't control his throws. They, he says that uh, those three people mismanaged his recovery. Says Stryker identified Bennett's ailment as the yips and ignored <laughs> follow-up concerns from Bennett. They advised yips. <laughs> Come on, yeah. man. They advised him not to tell his parents. Bennett's health and oh. lack of production were cited by Bohannon. Bennett alleges the coach informed him he would not be receiving a scholarship while rehabbing from a March 2020 surgery ahead of his sophomore season. UA Athletics provided a statement on Friday that says the university does not comment on pending litigation but looks forward to sharing the actual facts with the court. Um, Oof. So. The yips. Hey, Hannon says, hey, Coach, I can't feel my arm. It's just the yips, bud. That Chuck Knobloch thing. Bohannon <laughs> says, gosh, I really wish I could talk about the specifics, specifics of it. I really wish I could, but unfortunately I can't. I really believe we provide our shit, blah, 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 blah. He would put their sport. Okay. Whatever. Hey, he was just in yeah. the wrong place right. at the wrong time. <sighs> yeah, if you're Bohannon, you're a little nervous about <laughs> Alabama putting out statements for you right yeah. now. Going, hold on, I'll do it yeah. myself. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Let's. <laughs> 
<laughs> the yips. He's seeking punitive damages and a trial jury. Okay. Mama's coach saving care about the baseball? Because this boy might have a point. You know, Coach Saban did want to take that baseball stadium and just turn it into another football building, don't you now, Mama? Sorry, I'm being mean. Been a rough year at Alabama. I mean, we obviously... Lost a couple of football games. Lost as a one seed. I mean, look, he might be telling the complete truth. I have no clue. But it, it is worth noting that plaintiff statements go above and beyond. Sure. Yeah, you're you're making your argument there. So, look, he might be perfectly right. I obviously have no clue. I don't know Brad Bohannon. But How do you break a rib in strength training? Strength training. What are you doing? Lifting heavy weight, Neil. Gains. I mean, but to break a rib? You'd be doing some stuff, huh? Well, you break a rib and it's, you can't throw. I guess yips. I don't know. Yeah, sorry. I, I mean, if his version he of He does have a point about losing your scholarship over an injury in that way. Yeah. <coughs> now, at the same time, scholarships are annual. I mean, mm. you kind of... Yeah. It's kind of similar to our ability to kick someone off the message board just because we feel like it. Um, I don't know. That's it's it's intriguing. I'm curious to see how it's ruled, just because there could be some trickle down effect to that in some ways. Did uh, Draymond Green intentionally step on him last night? I didn't see it. You haven't seen it? No. Okay. I, I, let me let me. Start. Yes. The okay. answer is yes. My hundred um, percent. Yes. My guess in anything involving Draymond is it was intentional. Yeah. If anyone saw this last night, it was frankly the most. Uh, interesting part of another Kings win. They're up 2-0 in the series, headed to uh, to Golden State. Not a long drive. They'll get there pretty quickly. Um, but yes, he absolutely did. Late in the Kings, 114-106 win. Green literally stomped on the chest of Demonis Sabonis while trying to run up the floor. The move earned an ejection, a flagrant foul. Um. Yeah, it's, he, he meant to do it. There's, it, it it's, it's, it's trying to get in their heads, is my guess. Trying to get them out of their game because right now the Kings are playing really good basketball. They have two elite players, and then they have a really good system around them. Darren Fox was great again last and, night. And so was DeMontis Sabonis, according to the box score. And then he's waiting on the flagrant, and he's like yelling at the crowd and acting like a moron. And That's sort of their M.O., I mean. And it typically works. It's made them fascinating for the casual sports fan because Steph kind of has like this certain image and then Draymond is like this complete heel of a character over here that everybody hates and you don't even understand halfway why he's on the team, but he's Steph's dude. Yeah, Curry is one of the most beloved players in the league. Yeah. And then you have this evil, I mean, the the heel, as you said. Yeah. And then you have guys that are kind of hard to dislike. I mean, I, I've tried really hard. Uh Clay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins. I mean, there's Steve Kerr's a good coach. <laughs> uh, elsewhere last night, Embiid and the Sixers went up 2 nothing with a fairly easy win over the Nets, so they're up 2-0 moving on. Yeah, I watched a little of that. That's not that's not a competitive series. They won last night with hard, Harden and Embiid only having 28 combined. Oh, that's, yeah. That's relevant. It is. They're... they're the the Nets have a I think I think the Nets have a decent future, but 
they've thrown this thing together through some trades, and Philly is a really good team. That would have been the place to like put the good odds on the money, right? Is the Sixers? Yeah, the problem with the Sixers is that there's two teams in the East that, if they're healthy, I think are just better. than And you them. have to go through both of them potentially. Yeah, yeah. In theory, yeah, because two and then one. Yeah, that's the problem for the three. It's just hard to beat those two teams, and and Boston's playing really good ba- basketball. And there was a there was a story in the Athletic today where they polled a non they pulled all the, a bunch of NBA players and gave them anonymity and asked a bunch of questions and for defensive asked NBA players who's the best defensive player in the league and they said Drew Holiday. Oh. And then they said who's the most underrated player in the league and they said Drew Holiday. Really? And he's probably the third player on the Bucks. Okay. Tells you how good they are. And then they asked Now Giannis him, has to be healthy. And they asked him if you could build an NBA franchise from from scratch, who's your first pick? And Giannis Antetokounmpo was the runaway winner. Was it really? Among his peers as to who they would take. They're 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 really talented. Now he's got to be healthy. He's got to be but healthy. But it looks like he's going to get out of that okay. And with Harrow breaking a hand, that's it. I don't think Miami can beat them without Tyler Harrow. Yeah. Uh some injuries potentially in baseball last night. And just kind of running through some notes. Uh Milwaukee's Corbin Burns left in the sixth after shredding his left peck. He okay. obviously uh won the Cy Young in twenty twenty one. It's really good in 2022 as well. And then in Texas last night, Jacob deGrom threw four no-hit innings against the Royals before leaving with uh, forearm stiffness, although the team labeled it a precaution. Precaution or not, that is not something that you want around your pitcher. No, you want your pitcher to tell you almost anything other than that. Forearm st- yeah, that's not the word. Um, <clears throat> speaking of, we have not talked to Mike yet. I still anticipate Hunter Elliott returning this week. If you told me to just put a number on it as a complete guess, I would say somewhere around 40 pitches. But again, that is a complete guess. Um, the question is, I do think you start him because you keep him in his normal routine. You don't bring him out of the bullpen or do something like that. So I do believe they will start Hunter one day this week. Figuring out what the trickle-down effect of that is, is their their issue right now. Who do you move up? Who do you be back? Would you actually throw Elliott on Friday matched up with Skeens when you know you're going to the bullpen? Would you do it Saturday? What does that look like moving forward? I think that's kind of where they're at right now. What would you do? I would move Revis to Friday and throw Hunter on Saturday and then just figure Sunday out. And I wouldn't commit Doherty to anything until I see how a game is going to figure out how to steal a baseball game this weekend. That's what I would do, too. you got to get one. So I start Revis, who can eat some innings. He typically can get you into the fifth, the sixth. Against Skeens. And if you happen to hit a couple home runs and have a lead, then I'm handing Jack Doherty the ball and going, dude, I need three innings to go win a freaking baseball game. Let's steal a Friday night game. Yeah. Get some momentum, and then, hey, maybe some shit happens. Who knows, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're down four to one after five, you just Mm -hmm. pat him on the fanny. You hand the ball and go, hey, can you get me three? And then we'll go from there. I don't know. See what the score is. Because LSU doesn't have a lot of pitching depth. No. So – no, I mean, if you can get into a game, you've got a chance here. The night that they pitch schemes, they're the best team in the country. Yes. The other two nights, they're a damn. They're good a really good offensive team. Yeah. They're they're not the same team. I mean, and and duh, this happens to a lot of <laughs> like right. I mean, you know, the yeah. Angels are one team when Otani pitches, and they're yeah. a different team when Otani doesn't. By the way, some of his pitches yesterday were amazing. Um, Hour fifty-eight yesterday on that one. I know. Yeah. 
Um, Ole Miss could do it. If you if you have a chance to steal Friday night, you steal Friday night yeah, because. But you have to be honest. If it's if it's three to one and you're behind, you got to go. Nope, nope. This isn't. I'm not sure. I do it in a tie game. I got to be ahead. I got to be ahead. I got to be ahead. Because Skeens can be that guy that gets on a roll yeah, for four or five innings and he's truly unhittable. Yeah, two things going into this weekend. Just go ahead and take this as your verbal sedative. If they don't hit Paul Skeens, that does not mean the offense sucked that night. He gets to try to, and he is the best pitcher in the country. So just be aware. And when he throws all three pitches for strikes, it's, it's, you're you're just guessing. Yeah, it's really hard. And then two, if Dylan Cruz hits a ball at the ballpark, it doesn't mean your pitcher sucked. No, it he, means he's the best hitter in baseball in college baseball. So just be aware. I wonder how close his bat is to major league ready. His yeah, what, what a scout would put on him right now on a grade. I'm, I'm guessing a scout would go less than two years in the minors. Maybe, maybe just one. Well, because I mean, you know, he's probably playing what's equivalent to high A right now, and he's hitting high A with the occasional double A. Yeah, but mostly high A. Yeah, and he's destroying it. So just be aware there that LSU gets to play too. Yeah, those two and, guys uh, in particular, when they do something, it's. It's not. It's not Mike Bianco's fault. It's not Mike Bianco's <laughs> fault. <laughs> he did not do that. And LSU's getting its money's worth on Skeens. They are, and and that's nothing wrong with that. It's frankly the big picture discussion that at some point we'll have. Yeah, yeah. So LSU Friday night, starting with uh, with that. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze. The one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team, bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, portal controls, network security, wireless mesh extender, and more. So call the office for details. Get the best internet in Lafayette County, also parts of Union and Pontotoc counties. Again, that's 662-238-3159. Uh, if you're headed into town this weekend for the baseball series, the concert, both coming back next week for Double Decker, whatever the case may be, stop by OPA, make it a part of your weekend. It's Oxford's newest Greek restaurant on the square. It's a uh, perfect place to enjoy a fabulous meal, great craft libations as well. Again, that's OPA on the square in Oxford. I'll have a mailbag up at some point tomorrow, brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtor, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. Brought to you by Service Specialist. I was telling you yesterday about if you're in the market for a job, they're great to get in touch with. It's always free for the customer. Um, if you're looking for a quality, hard-to-find talent, Service Specialist can help you as well. Uh, keep in mind that payment of service is solely contingent on if you decide to hire a candidate that they send. You've got nothing to lose, so uh, give Will, Sydney, or Kelsey a call at 662-832-5138 or check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Get the beautiful and healthy smile you deserve at Corinth Dental. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures that will result in a beautiful, long-lasting smile. Corinth Dental is here to help you achieve your smile goals. 
So schedule your appointment today and take the first step towards a better version of yourself. It's CorinthDental.com. And we're brought to you by Southern Traditions Farm. It's a 68-acre, 32-stall, upscale equestrian training and boarding facility in Canton, Mississippi. Two sand rings, a grass ring, miles of wooded trails. There's so much offered at Southern Traditions. Horseback riding offerings from beginner lessons to the ability to compete in nationally recognized competitions. It's also a great venue for events, reunions, parties, whatever the case may be. Get in touch with your friend, our friends at Facebook, uh, on Facebook or Instagram, I should say, at Southern Traditions Farm. We didn't talk about it yesterday, but uh, the Florida pitcher, Brandon Neely, ejected during the uh, series finale against the Georgia Bulldogs over the weekend. I, the league, the country, the NCAA, however you want to blame, has put an extra emphasis on umpires to uh, manage and punish any taunting that goes toward the other team. And saying that, that was completely ludicrous and ridiculous on Sunday. As he showed some emotion, he sort of kind of looked over at the Georgia side. It was innocent and tame and dumb. And yes, it, is a, just, it is a negative for college baseball. Yes. It is. It he is should so have stupid. walked over to O'Sullivan between innings and said, hey, Kevin, listen, I know he just got emotional. Please remind him that he's got to kind of direct that towards your dugout, not theirs. Okay. And Kevin would have been, oh, for God's sake. And he could know, and, and he could have said, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. But look, we I get, could have thrown him out there. We get graded too. Yeah. And so by the book, I could have thrown him out right there. And I, I'm I'm not. I don't want to. Just please. And at that point, O'Sullivan would have said, All right, oh, whatever, whatever. And, and then O'Sull- he walks over to the guy and goes, Look, that idiot ass umpire said. Yes. But point it this way. Yeah. And the whole thing's avoided. And frankly, nobody would have known other than the ump. O'Sullivan and the pitcher. Yeah, and maybe Strickland mouse off a little bit, but it'll be all right. Probably we'll not move much. On. Probably not much. Everybody moves on. Instead, what happens is he's thrown out. He's suspended four games now because that's the rule when a pitcher is thrown out of a game for anything along those so lines. So he can't go this weekend. Ole Miss is aware of that because of Gatlin last year. Uh, not Gatlin. Gattis. Um, and uh, then what actually made the news later was Caglianon, the two-way freak for Florida. He hits a home run. And does literally nothing to celebrate. He just walks the bases, a, a refuses to high five. Yeah, I, the umpire got pissed off about that. I don't know who the umpire was. I didn't look to see if it's somebody I've seen a good bit. It looked for a second like he was about to toss him for that. He couldn't. I, I'm just telling you, he got. You could tell he was agitated because he would not high five his own teammates. Yeah, because he was in his mind showing him up that way. I mean, O'Sullivan would have had a coronary right there on the field. I mean, just. Called it like well, and, and I'm, I'm never one to defend Kevin O'Sullivan, but I would have been like, you know, it's justified here. <laughs> I mean, I might have started the GoFundMe to pay his fine. I mean, I yeah, yeah, he would have lost it. Can you imagine if they'd thrown him out where he couldn't play for four games? I, well, his would only been a game because he's a hitter. Still, might have been harm. There might have been physical harm. That's a good point. I guess even though he is a two-way player and could have been the starting pitcher at a time because his violation was of the hitting capacity, it would only be a one-game suspension, right? Whatever. It would have been – that would have been – that would have been bad because Kevin's got a little temper. Touch. Yeah. Touch. (laughs) 
I would kind of like to see a complete blow up between O'Sullivan and Vitello just to kind of watch the the day burn. How's Vitello handling five and ten so far? He's okay. Yeah, how's my boy West doing? We okay? Are we getting through Twitter all right? Is, it, is it okay? I, Still someone how if you just make the tournament, they're gonna win the title and everything. I'm sure they've just been wronged. It's it's been totally unfair. I mean they're a witch hunt. I mean, they're changing college baseball. I mean you know. Yeah. It's not just him. I mean, you had who I like for like for years, but I mean, last year when they got eliminated, Gentry Estes wrote the big column about how the College World Series is now damaged because Tennessee's not in it. It's like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm, well, now you know my theory on this. I, I mean, know. you know my theory on this, and I think I'm, I'm, I think I'm right. There's so much pressure to be just because. Just because we mentioned it yesterday, uh, or sorry, this morning in the uh, in the open, Jalen Hurts signing a five year, two hundred fifty five million dollar contract extension gives him one hundred and seventy nine million in guaranteed money in this deal. Also, the first time the Eagles have ever signed a no trade clause for a player. So the um, one seventy nine is the big number, and I'm curious to see what the reaction will be from some. Of, I'm not not enough to actually watch it. But some of the talking heads, will they criticize the deal for not being completely guaranteed? Because that was what a lot of people were looking for. They wanted the uh, the Sean Watson deal, where the money is completely guaranteed because some of these other contracts are coming with, with uh, Justin Herbert, with Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, that they want to see whether their deals are completely guaranteed as opposed to what Hurts got. Because there are some people in the media, the national media, who are looking for headlines who are intimating things as it pertains to agents and players and such. And here's the deal. At the end of the day, the Eagles have been really savvy in this because now they get to go ahead and set it before one of those other two guys signs where that becomes the number that you're having to beat and play off of and all that kind of stuff. He, As much as this is, and I get it's on average the highest in NFL history, it would have been even higher had Herbert or Burrow signed first. So getting the first one out of the way, there's no comparison to right. it to where you're playing off those numbers. Uh, the Ravens expert for the athletics says it does not. He does not believe it affects Lamar Jackson's situation in any way whatsoever. Um, for whether they get a deal or not get a deal done, that deal's crazy. What happens if they don't get a deal done? I don't know. Is Lamar prepared to sit a year? Because they had offered as much as two fifty over five to Lamar. Yeah. What does he want? More than that? I don't know. I got to, you offered me two fifty over five. I'm have a hard time saying no, wouldn't I'm you? I'm signing that thing in blood. Can you come to our house and do it right now, just in case something happens? Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, we'll get around to it on Monday. No, 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 no. no. Today, I'm, <laughs> I'm good. I'm ready right now. <laughs> Huge deal. Huge deal. Second in the MVP voting. Obviously, lost Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes gave him a compliment yesterday that he deserved every penny of it. Um. Sure. Oh man, if I'm yeah, an, yeah. if I'm an NFL quarterback, I'm applauding the. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Deal. Hey, run those numbers <laughs> yeah. up, baby. Hey, good for you. Gonna have another one of these sometime. Let's let's go ahead and run. Let's go ahead and run those up. Sounds great. Today, uh, just quickly to give you uh, some um, numbers. Two good NHL games last night, by the way. I know nobody really watched them, but. 
good games. Carolina up into the Islanders last night, and then Edmonton lost in overtime last night. So your uh, your pick is a little damaged there after one game. Still got time. But yeah, it's just one game. It's just one game. Uh, today is the 18th in the NBA. Today you have three games. You have the Hawks at the Celtics in Boston for game two, 6 o'clock NBA TV for that one. The Celtics are up one nothing in the series. The New York Knicks up one nothing against the Cleveland Cavs. They are in Cleveland for game two. That is 6.30 on TNT tonight. Big moment for Cleveland tonight. Big moment there. And then 9 o'clock tonight, 1-0 Clippers. Clippers and Phoenix at 9 o'clock for game two. TNT as well. So <sighs> That's the one that I've got to make sure I just go to bed because that's the one that threatens my sleep. And you don't want to be up to 11.30 with a basketball game. I don't. Game. Not, for a, not for a round one. But that's it's a pretty interesting game. Because if you're Phoenix and you win it, you're probably still fine. But you drop two at home? It's, it's a little tricky. It gets pretty tricky. Because yeah. there's always the possibility that Paul George is coming back. I don't think he is. Then, yeah, NHL, two road teams win last night. The uh, the Kings knock off the Oilers, as I said, 4-3 to three in overtime. Minnesota also won on the road in Dallas last night. The Wild knocking off the Stars, 3-2. And then uh, Boston dispatched to Florida, 3-1 in their opener. And Carolina over the Islanders, as I said. That was a home team as well. So what was your Oakland A's thought from earlier? Oh, yeah, I guess we talk about this tomorrow. Um, more of just how... I mean, it's, it's 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 a continuation of what you and I talk about all the time. Is we do this money ball thing without mentioning their three pitchers. They never won. They didn't even make a World Series. Right. And as time has passed, while I completely get the celebrity of it, mm-hmm. Billy Beans may be the most overrated executive of all time. Well, and further, he turned down Boston. Yeah, they I, hired a young kid in Theo Epstein who won the title. Yeah, I've got several thoughts on Bean that. I just get a little confused in hindsight looking back on even at the time why we did what we did. Because, frankly, even Andrew Friedman did a much better job of the same thing. Because they, like, they, they had Barry Zito, Mark Mulder, and, and Tim, Tim Hudson, Hudson on rookie-scale deals. They had a young third baseman and Eric Chavez on a rookie-scale deal. They had Miguel Tejada on a on a, a for initial deal. Yeah. I mean, it was a really talented team. They, they made some nice pickups, and they had a little philosophy. And, look... The, the the stadium. I've never been there. I've been by it. Horrific. It it, it looks horrible. Yeah. I watched their game last so night. So we'll give him that. Is everything he has done has been with zero money and zero facilities. And so if the story were, you know, if they'd had the money to go out and supplement that team, they probably could have won a World Series, and they didn't. So he did a good job getting them as close as he got. Yeah. Okay. But to act like he revolutionized the game when you had this young left side of the infield three aces in the primes of their careers jason isringhausen was their closer i mean they were dudes on that team it was a really jason giambi was on that team that was a talented team yeah just hindsight weird deal i don't know maybe more tomorrow on that again ole miss arkansas state tonight six o'clock in jonesboro for the rebels prior to lsu this weekend so uh rebelgrove.com in the meantime take care and we'll talk to you again tomorrow If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 
91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.